Hello, 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 and welcome back to Small Screen Stories. I am back, uh, coming to you from, well, I'm on holiday, actually, technically. Uh, so a bit of a different place. Uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, hopefully this works. Uh, so do let me know if you hear me properly and everything like this, because this is a new, a new system that I'm using. It's my Nomad system. Uh, but yes, we're going to be talking about mainly the Suicide Squad today. Uh, James Gunn, uh, what else? Peacemaker, we'll talk a bit about. We won't go over spoilers uh, of the Suicide Squad because I haven't seen the movie yet. But I do have someone that has seen the movie, and I'll bring him in a minute. But I just wanted to say uh, hello to everyone in the chat. So hello to Sean Harrigan, who says, happy Friday, y'all. And hello to Bobby Anderson as well. He says, hi, everyone. And Kazakhs, who's in the chat as well, who says cocainum. So, uh, yeah, uh, James isn't with us at the moment. So, and I'm already a bit all over the place with this new Nomad system. So, I won't be using too many, uh, too, too many of those little, uh, little, what are they called? Int intermissions, interjections, whatever the hell James does, whatever you want to call them. There won't be that many tonight because. It's all a bit of a mess, really, because uh, no James, a bit of a mess. But let me uh, bring in Clint. Here he is. How are hey, you doing, hey, Clint? Hey, hey, I'm doing great, man. How's your vacation or or holiday? It's good. As you... it's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I just stopped it for a while to do this, to come and say hello, because you and James did a fabulous job uh, on oh. last week's show. And uh, I'm telling you what, uh, yeah, you probably are getting slight reverb, uh, Bobby, because I'm in a room with barely anything in it. So that's probably why you're hearing you're, reverb. You're not, you're not sitting on a toilet, are you? No, no, I'm not. I'm in, I'm, the, I'm in the living room. I, I was going to say, if you are, you could turn around and use that tank as a as a dinner table. <laughs> I do it all the time. Um, man, no. <laughs> no, but that's probably why you're hearing an echo is because I'm in a big room with barely anything in it, just a table. Uh, yeah, but you're going to have to make do with that. I'm terribly sorry. Uh, Clint, you sound great. That's good. Hey, thanks. <laughs> um, Man, I'm, yeah. Uh, go on. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I'm, I'm excited. I just got a new, uh, I just got a new microphone in the, in the mail today. This is a, a Sennheiser MKH 416. This is an excellent, uh, broadcast, uh, voiceover microphone. So uh, and I'm very, very I'm very excited. It just came in, so I'm a, I'm excited. So I had to tell the world, but yeah, yeah, they're great. They use them for ADR and films and stuff. Uh, and uh, years ago, uh, when I did uh, I did an episode of House, I only had a couple of lines, uh, but I uh, I remember I had to go back to do ADR, and I was like, I had two lines, but they just about anything you see in the movies, um, if it's at a mall or outside, or I mean, it, the boom mic that they have ab above. Um, it it yeah. doesn't pick it doesn't pitch too much noise. So you, it, it, I think it's really funny to get a really dramatic acting scene, and then they got to go back and redo the voice for it. But that's that's just how it's done. It happens a lot. So, yeah. So at, yeah. so ever since I did that, I've always wanted one of these, and and the, it only took me twenty years to get one. So so here we I are. I have this thing. I, I have a, a blue. It's called a, a snowball. I snowball. think I have it. To, yeah, from it's okay. Here we go. This is uh, sponsoring the channel. They're not, but it's uh, it's called Blue. It's a uh, yeah, Blue microphones, and they're just USB mics. But I needed a. Uh, this is <laughs> this is very inside baseball. I needed a small one because I was going on holiday for quite some time, and uh, and this this is actually really good. So if you're looking uh, if you're looking uh, for one, guys in the chat, I see Fatal Jays in the chat, and I know you have a snowball mic 
and they're, and, and they're inexpensive too. They're really affordable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, the Yeti. Yeah. And they really, they really sound good. Yeah. Yeah. The blue makes yeah, it. It, Yeti. Is, it, it is. Yeah. Does it? Yeah. The, the, the one I usually use is a Yeti, but it's just too big to, to bring with me in a suitcase. So I had to bring this, but it's, you know, it's a new system. It's fun. It's actually quite, it's actually quite refreshing, but it'd be nice to be in a more soundproof room. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Uh, right, sh should we talk about the thing that we were going to be talking about? Because I know you've seen it, and I wanted I, to get your—I uh, wanted to get your opinions on it without spoiling anything. Because I oh. do want to watch this without spoiling anything. I know it's going to be tough. No, so, it, uh, <laughs> you mean I have to talk? I—I'm I, good at that. Um, I'll try yeah, to yeah. do it without without stuttering. Let's see here. Oh yeah, God! I, don't go on about that. Don't, that's fine. <laughs> um, no, it was it was fantastic. Uh, I I enjoyed it. There were times we're talking about where, the Suicide Squad, by the way. Yes, we are talking about the Suicide Squad gang. And there's a, I saw it last night. I want to watch it again. Um, it it was great. the uh, The audience score on this is eighty nine percent. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a ninety three percent. I think mm. because this is a a smart movie, uh, the way the way uh, James Gunn did the, this movie, the way he pieced it together. It takes you for a ride. It does a lot of things. And um, because I found, well, for one, I'm going to say, I wish I hadn't seen the uh, the trailer. I wish I had not yeah. seen the trailer because the jokes would have landed better. Um, there was a lot of the jokes uh, in the trailer. And there was other funny stuff too. But, but uh, you know, it's it's really awkward when, when, uh, when John Cena makes a starfish joke, uh, you know, makes a butthole joke and in a theater full of people and nobody laughed because we already knew the punchline. You know what I mean? And so it was like, oh, yeah. it, it, you know, everybody saw that in the trailer. So I was like, man, I wish they hadn't ruined that joke because the, we, the whole theater would have been laughing, you know, and there was a couple of those, the movie to where, to where uh, we're ready. I was ready to get to the next joke that wasn't in the, in the theater, but um, there was action. It was bloody and gory and people dying that you wouldn't think are supposed to be dying and uh, just all kinds of crazy stuff. Like the, it, it was nuts. And, uh, and it was fun. And there was a weird point in the movie. It was like a weird lull, I felt, in the movie. And then for a minute, I was like, I almost thought, do I like this movie? It's like like after the tricks and, and, and fun and gore and all that for a second, I'm like, do I like this movie? And then all of a sudden, it, there was a big climactic, fun, action-packed ending. And uh, but there yeah. was one point in the movie where I started to turn and I just kind of, you know, when a dog goes, hmm? you know, and I started to feel like that for just a second. And 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 uh, and I go, wow, that's weird. Just slow and, down a bit. Yeah. For just a minute. And it's like yeah. and there's I've been looking forward to this movie for a long time. You know, what I mean, so I wanted to walk out of there like, yes, this is the best movie I've seen since before the the, you know, the apocalypse and all that. And and <laughs> there was there was a moment. It, 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 it was really good. It wasn't as mm. great as I thought it was going to be, but it was really good. But there was a, just a moment where I was like, oh man. And then, then I wasn't disappointed for, but for a minute, yeah. I think I was, I was getting scared that I'm going to be disappointed in this thing I've been waiting for. Uh, but then they did, then they delivered the goods. And when I walked out of, out of the theater at the end and, and, uh, and there was a way after the credits scene too. So if you haven't seen it yet, make sure you watch yeah, it all the way to the this. end. Yeah. 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 Uh, there's, there's two, there's one right at the beginning of the credits, then one way at the end. So, but, uh, um, 
anyway, once I got to my car, I was thinking about, I even made a little video self video, uh, that, that I was going to maybe put on my channel. Um, and I thought about it and I said, no, man, he took you, he took you for, a, for talking to myself. No, Clint, uh, he took you for, for a ride. You know what I mean? Like he took, yeah starts it hits the ground running it's fun and it can't just be like gah, 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 the whole time so it, it, there was a little lull and and that is when they're setting you up for the home run at the end of the world series you know what i mean and and it, yeah. and i and afterwards i appreciated it but it was it was in it took my uh it takes you for a journey and there's some like i mean corny jokes and then and uh and then there's some heartfelt stuff too in there so it's 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 pretty mm. neat um i really liked uh, uh taika watiti being in this movie i didn't even know he was in it and uh yep. he was awesome uh uh daniela uh I, I don't know how to say her name melch Melch melchior Mel, uh, she's the rat she catcher the one two? that plays rat catcher two yeah rat catcher two really yeah good, yeah yeah she's she yeah. was fantastic in that in that movie I, I i i look forward to seeing her in other things she was really good um i mean the whole cast was really good uh uh polka dot man he was fantastic um mm -hmm. uh, the whole cast was great you know and and yeah. it's good i think i think uh james gunn did a great job and i can't see, wait to see what else he he cranks out well, this is this is the thing. So, uh, what, what what I've heard mainly, I mean, if you look at all the the reviews and not the the, the bombing of the movie on on Rotten Tomatoes, has been a little bit of that, just a little bit. It's been a bit over exaggerated, I think, by lots of uh, media outlets. To be honest, I think it's just a few people that are doing that. But um, most of the people, most of the critics that have seen it, really did enjoy it. That's that's the over over kind of writing. Um, yeah, sentiments I got from reading the reviews of this film. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them said it was a lot of fun. It was bombastic. It's mad. It's yeah, very gory, quite bloody. A lot of jokes. People and I've seen people in the comments saying that not all the jokes landed. Um, Raj says that says I had not seen the Suicide Squad, but what, from what I've heard, jokes don't land. But a fun movie doesn't deserve the ninety percent rate on Rotten Tomatoes. Feels like I'm going to be let down by the Suicide Squad because it's been hyped so much. Yeah. I mean, that that might be a possibility for you, Raj. But you know, not not everybody's going to be in that boat. I think I think the impression I'm getting is that this is probably the best movie to come out of DC for quite some time. Um, it's very different from everything else they did before, and I completely understand like people being relatively annoyed with this film in principle because of the whole David Ayer thing. And we will talk about David Ayer, I think, tonight on some at some point, because I wasn't on last week's episode where you got to talk about him at length. Um, but, you know, the suicide, his Suicide Squad film was not the film that was released, and people really want to see his version, and that's completely fine, and I actually support that. I think you do as well, Clint. And, yeah, um, yeah. yeah and, and I, I just get the impression that what this film is is kind of it, why the reason why people are so annoyed about it is mainly because James Gunn was given the freedom to do whatever the hell he wanted with this movie, whereas someone like David Ayer wasn't. And uh, it's like the kind of double standards there of Warner Brothers. And it, it's kind of it's kind of like uh, also he, I mean, he full on goes, uh, you know, like picture like hey south park guys go do whatever you want you know what i mean yeah. hey you know uh beavis and butthead back in the back in the old days that's an old reference but you know it's just it's it's uh there's some dumb stupid humor in this movie 
and it's just what it is. And it's like, cool, I get to do whatever I want. Like, really? Okay, cool. And he mm-hmm. and he does it, and he does a bunch. Of, there's a bunch of gory, bloody, dumb stuff, but it's hilarious. You know what I mean? And there's and uh, and there's things there's things that uh, people didn't like. There was some animals uh, things that that, <laughs> that that some people didn't like, and I'm like, you know, yeah. are there any baby jokes? No, there's no there's no dead baby jokes or anything like that. But it's like, but it's still, you know, there was a there was some stuff with some birds. You'll know when you when you see it that that yeah. some a few people didn't like. But I'm like, whatever, dude. You're watching an R-rated movie, um, and yeah. that's also to that's also sometimes to villainize uh, to 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 make the villains look meaner and make you not like them. You know what I mean? Not mm-hmm. to make you hate the director. It's you know, and we promise no birds were harmed in the making of this film. You know what I mean? It's it's they're it's, all CGI birds. Yeah, it's it's so. I mean, like, <laughs> relax. But, uh, there's somebody that that uh, I saw a review for it where they were they were like they didn't like that at all and I'm like yeah they're mm. they're not real like it's it's okay it's it, if you're telling a story uh, then how do you make the bad guy look like a bad guy make him do yeah. some terrible stuff then you can't wait for the good guys to get rid of this guy or whatever you know so mm. it, anyway so it's so if if that's gonna bother you uh, if blood's gonna bother you if uh, you know dick and fart jokes are going to bother you maybe you shouldn't see the movie but you you should know from the rating ahead of time what you're getting into and you know it's like and then go go watch uh, guardians of the galaxy first and see what they're joking yeah. about and then think about if it was worse you know <laughs> but this, this is this is what this movie is it's, it's very much kind of james gunn unchained you know he's uh yeah. he's completely let they're letting him do whatever he wants in a comic book movie and to be honest, I've been waiting for a long time to see something like this. It's just a, I completely understand why he chose that property. Like it completely makes sense to me that he would go ahead and choose the Suicide Squad. But the issue was was the film before. And like and Raj puts it, he says it's very. I mean, he says very true, Ed. I'm not just bringing this up because he says very true, but he does say uh, that's the reason I have slight issue with watching the Suicide Squad. Nothing to do with James Gunn, but the scramblings. Well, sorry, the scumbags at Warner Brothers screwing up over Andy and Snyder. It's unfair, but a lot of people feel that way. I think it's a lot of people feel that it's unfair, and that's that's the problem here. But also, if you don't like this sort of, you know, if you don't like James Gunn's sense of humor, then you're not going to like this movie. Yeah. Like, because I think his sense of humor is all over it, isn't it? Absolutely. It, it's like, have you ever seen a, a, it's like watching Eastbound and Down or, or, mm. uh, or orgasmo you know what i mean yeah. or 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 uh, T, uh, team america it's it's that kind of of shock that humor. Kind of dumb humor yeah dumb yeah. shock like, yeah, humor shock, yes yeah which sometimes it's fun to watch a stupid movie you know what i mean and that's what this was yeah. with heroic elements in it you know what i mean and and mm. uh and so so yeah let's put a fun twist to comic book movies that's just fun and stupid and uh and have a good time you know what i mean don't take it too seriously um and that's what they did you know I do. I, I do think people are taking comic book movies too seriously. Do you think that's the problem here? Well, I mean, g- get the impression. Uh, uh, think about the impression that the new uh, Batman movie, uh, with mm. uh, you know, gives you. That seems like it's going to be a super detective, uh, serious drama. Yeah. You know what I mean? When I when I, uh, not uh, with uh, Battinson. You know what I mean? Uh, that's that's what I think when I see that and. Uh, 
I think it's nice that they have that you have different kinds of movies. If you can make the universes mm. merge together in a way that doesn't cause a train wreck, uh, then then even even better. You know what I mean? But I think it's kind of nice to be able to go watch uh, Deadpool, you know, and then turn yeah. around and watch something a lot more serious and sci-fi like like Man of Steel. You know what I mean? And it, yeah. it's like uh, I know those are two different universes, but but you know I'm I'm just. I think that's nice. And They're in like, the same genre. They're in the same genre. Yeah, it's the same same They're genre. Kind of, it's, yeah. And it's it's cool to have something like that. And then to have something that's more of a of a heartwarming film, you know, but it's mm. also comic book related. And then have something that is ridiculous. Um, I want to see a good horror, uh, a good horror take on something. And I've heard I've heard fingers uh, crossed. Yeah. <laughs> that's strange too. <laughs> yeah. So, fingers so, crossed that's a strange too is gonna be that. Yeah. yeah, and then you and then you have like the uh, the espionage uh, kind of comic book movie, you know, like you know, secret agents and stuff, and that's that's cool. We get a little taste of that, a little taste of this, and mm. you got a buddy cop, uh, buddy cop show with superheroes. You know what I mean? It, so you got it's like the lethal weapon of of superheroes. You know what I mean? So that's it's like so they, they're giving you, they're yeah. I'm talking about Falcon and Winter Soldier. You know what I mean? That's yeah, kind yeah. of what they're going for. Um, Almost, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so it's cool to get a different different flavor. Um, and then when you see them, the when you see the two universes collide, um, it's cool. I think it's neat. And yeah. like Ant Ant Man has a completely different vibe than uh, Captain America. Uh, you know, yeah, Winter Soldier or something like that. You know what I mean? But they can still be on screen and do a movie together, and it and it works. You know what I mean? And uh, I think that's cool that we could get that. You can have a movie that has has uh, different heroes and and it still makes yeah. sense and it's not weird. That's one one thing I've been wondering is how they're going to pull uh, Deadpool into the uh, the MCU. I know I know they already did the uh, <laughs> that uh, free guy uh, yeah. promo. Did you see, did you see that? Yeah, guy. some yeah, people are saying yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. But but I'm curious how to see it in a in a movie, like to see how they do that because he's so over the top uh crazy and weird and uh yeah. and you know, talking to the audience and all that. I think I think it's gonna be interesting to see how they do that. It's it's also gonna be interesting to see uh what happens to the DCEU after the Suicide Squad. Uh, because one of the things I noticed you, you were mentioning before about how uh there are a lot of comic book movies that tread different genres most of those movies are in Mar are in the mcu um you know you get lots of very different types of films really they are marvel movies but they're all kind of occupying different genres and it looks like they're going to do that even more moving forward i do wonder with dc is like is that what they're going to be doing you've got this kind of wacky kind of r-rated gory action fest movie in the suicide squad and then you've got the Batman coming out, which does look like a more kind of serious neo-noir thriller kind of detective movie type thing, which I love the sound of. You got Joker 2, which is like a drama kind of period drama type movie. I wonder whether they're really going to lean into that and really start doing very different movies and maybe even do like a proper horror comic book movie. I don't think Doctor Strange 2 is going to be that. I think Doctor Strange 2 is going to be horror themed that's the thing it's like that yeah. these marvel fil films tend to be more kind of horror like like kind of have touches of genres in it but they kind of are really just marvel movies yeah. uh, first and foremost whereas i think i would like to see dc take more of a kind of filmic approach in a weird way to it and be like we're, we're gonna do genre movies that's what we want to do so we'll start and do we'll start and really experiment and then the other question i have for you is after having seen this movie, 
Actually, it's a two-parter. Do you think James Gunn is going to make a Suicide Squad 2? Or do you think, and if, if not, uh, which DC property would you like him to do? Oh, boy. Because it sounds as if he's doing something next. We don't know what it is, but... I think he might do a Suicide Squad 2, and I think... Yeah. And I think he might do something else because they're letting him work freely and, and do what he wants and freedom and money is what you want. You know, <laughs> like, wait, you're going to mm. give me this money to do this project. And he likes the content. He likes DC, you know, so, so that's, that's good. So he's got to have a love for the, for the, for the content. He does uh, yeah. say content Clint. And then, and then, uh, and he's got, they're giving him money and he's, you know, if this thing does well, they're going to let him do whatever he wants. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if the if the numbers are right and uh, and so I think uh, I don't know what property he would do next, but I tell you what, it, I bet you he would do. Um, I bet you he would make another one just for the bucks. You know what I mean? Like, hey, let's see what this thing does after the pandemic's over. You know what I mean? Maybe mm. or or whatever, and uh, makes another one for that. But I think I bet you he might try and do something that isn't so over the top because he's already done that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he gets to go buck wild. He might, he might try and and uh, and do a different kind of movie. So I don't know. Hmm. I, I I agree with you. I think he's definitely going to do the Suicide Squad too. Um, mm -hmm. I think this film already has been actually a really big success. Like the, the people are actually going to the cinemas to see it. Uh, it's going to be. It's coming out on HBO Max. I think it's probably already out now. I'm it's already sure. out. It's already, Is it already out. out? Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think it seems as though the numbers are going to be pretty high for it. Uh, I think he's already. T so, basically, what I was talking about before is Walter Hamada. <laughs> Hamada's uh, come into this discussion uh, with his Hamada burgers. Um, he actually said in an interview with The Hollywood Reporter that Gunn is always welcome back, whatever he wants to do. He really has a vision and he's a great partner with us. Whenever he wants to come back, we're ready for him. He'll be back. We have more stuff planned. So he kind of goes all over the place in that quote, but he ends up by saying he's going to come back. Uh, we have stuff planned. So I think I'm pretty sure they have Suicide Squad 2 planned. And I also think he's going to do, because he's doing the, he's doing Peacemaker. So that series is coming out to HBO Max mm -hmm. some point in the future. I'm not sure when. Uh, but I also, I think he's also going to do another spin-off series and then I think he'll probably do another movie. And he's he, he actually said, he said, um, people won't be able to guess which property I'll do next. So I think he's going to do something very obscure, uh, DC-wise, which I'm all for. You know, yeah, I think absolutely. that would be really fun. And he's also doing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which apparently he's rewriting the script to right now. So the guy's super busy. <laughs> he's, he's gone from not having a job after having been sacked. <laughs> From, from Marvel to having too many jobs, really. <laughs> it's like... Mm. Yep. Make hay while the sun's uh, shining. That's what my dad always said. Exactly. And Dan Zig says, isn't it premature to give him another film without seeing how the film performs at the box office? 30 to 40 million opening weekend, Warner Brothers are notorious for being reactionary. Now, yes, but I mean, that 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 is, it is a bit premature to do that before we have the actual numbers. The thing is, is in this... To be honest, this this current world we live in at the moment, it, numbers really don't mean much at the moment, I don't think. I think what they're looking at more is the critics' reaction to a movie and the overall fan reaction. And yeah. that's all been pretty positive. That's been actually very positive. 
So uh, I'm pretty sure they'll want to have him stick around. And imagine if you get another James Gunn movie, DC movie, after the pandemic, when people are freely going to cinemas and stuff, that'll do very well. And um, I think a lot of people want to see that. Not, not to mention the uh, they'll be able to go back and look at the the analytics and see see how many households streamed it, uh, how many times yeah. people they'll they'll say, look, there, there's houses that watch this four times. Like people love this movie, you know what I mean? They can see all that stuff. So, so that's yeah. uh, that's going to be interesting. Also, you know, they look at things that are trending. There's a whole it's a whole new game now with with uh, with the streaming. Um, and they can't really hold those uh, box office numbers over them because they sabotage mm. the performance in the theater, you know. And yeah. you got a, you yeah, got, you got a, they split in two. You got a Delta variant that's causing uh, places to start start uh, at least here. Like it's it's uh, it's there's a big flare up in case cases of uh, I don't I I don't know if we, we're allowed to say the the words on on uh, on YouTube or not like of the of the with the apocalypse i call it the apocalypse but yeah there's a there's a new version of the apocalypse that's that's getting a lot of people and uh and so now people are scared to go to the theaters again all of a sudden people were just mm. getting used to it they're like yeah we're back and then all of a sudden oh let's everybody and now i'm i'm starting to see masks everywhere i go again and i'm like really wow. we yeah and and uh here where i live nobody's been wearing masks like it, we haven't mm. needed to everybody gets vaccinated and then and then you're good um but Anyway, I'm starting to see that a lot, and uh, I think I think that that affects a lot too. So, um, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely look at the numbers, HBO, and and make a decision. Yeah. So, they're, I'm pretty sure they'll they'll say yes. And then some yeah, multiverse productions in the chat says James should do a Secret Six movie. That would be interesting, actually. Uh, let's go through the chat actually just to say hello to everyone. Uh, hello to Satosh. This is the first time you've joined. Hello. I hope you're doing well. Uh, Esteban, you've already uh, commented quite a lot. I just want to say hello to you. And then he said, Warner Brothers being premature is their nature. They will buy a goodwill with directors and whatever gets decent traction. They will green light. I wonder how many, 100 to 200 million dollars uh, without getting box office money. Yeah. Uh, I think what you're saying, what you're trying to say is they want to buy directors, which at the moment they need because yeah. <laughs> directors are leaving. <laughs> uh, but it's, you know, it's an, uh, did I say hello to, because it's in the chat, hello to uh, Reese, Reese 75 hello there. I hope you're doing well, Reese. Uh, James isn't here, so we don't, this is actually really weird. It's really weird being yeah. able to talk without the, <laughs> having the interjections. It's I'll just start strange. interrupting you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, um, but what I what I here you go. You're doing it already. Uh, what I wanted, and then uh, Raj says, "Air cut is coming." Uh, the Suicide Squad cast and crew wouldn't have answered the Variety reporters' questions on the release of the air cut without AT and T and Warner Brothers approving. So this brings me on to my our next subject, which is the air cut. So. Uh, did you did you see uh, John Cena at uh, at the uh, not, yeah it was John Cena actually I think all of them Margot Robbie John Cena um, what's the other guy's name Joel Kinnaman uh, they were all asked about the air cut and whether they thought that it should be released or not they pretty much all said yes they actually did all say yeah. yes like John Cena was like why the hell not like you know and it's it, it's something that even the actors now are just once actors start getting involved as well actually saying things like this. It's going to be hard for Warner Brothers to ignore. The the other thing too is is uh, that he he confirmed the other day with those letters uh, that 
there it does exist. It's not a rumor. It's real. And so if you have something that's real, it's like me having a finished YouTube video that I could put on my channel. But uh, should I put it? Should I put it up or not? It's like, dude, the work's already done. If it's it, exactly, long, it, you know, and if it's if maybe there's a couple of rough edges and they only have to spend a little bit of money, that's still that's worth the subscriptions and the and the and the ratings. You know what I mean? So yeah, uh, I I think they'll do it. I've I've thought this whole time that they would do it. If it's if it's real and almost done, like like they say it is they'll they'll do it there's not they're not it's free content it's free it's like you know how many subscribers they could get like why wouldn't you do that like why there's no reason like yeah 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 i agree with you i just want to highlight a comment so axel van der donk who was one of my best men at my wedding says very curious about suicide squad will definitely watch it and then he asks any decent laughs is it actually is it r-rated actually so i think you need to answer that question uh, Clint, any decent laughs in the movie? Yeah, it is some, R-rated, by the way, actually. Yeah, there's some decent laughs. I I was saw it by myself, and uh, and I wish I'd have seen it. I wish I'd have gone with a friend because movies like that are always more fun with when you're with a friend. Yeah, so yeah. You, you know what I mean. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's there's some laughs, and uh, and some of the stuff is just like gross, and and you're laughing at how gross or how how graphic something you know uh, when you know. You know, when you see those movies, uh, like there was an old Punisher movie where he shoots, a, I think he shoots a rocket launcher or something and blows some guy up in the, in the, in the air. And it's so hilarious at how graphically gross it is that he does that. Yeah. And, uh, and things like that that make you, there's a lot of that where you're just like, holy crap, what just happened? So yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun. And it's then fun. back to David, back to David A. Kazax says Margot Robert, he calls it, he calls it, came out with the most political, nerve-inducing response. Though I didn't actually, uh, I don't have the response here with me uh, at the moment. But I, hers was the more kind of politic, kind of politically correct. Let's say she kind of kept herself on both team's side. Let's say she didn't really pick a side, but it was more John Cena and Joel Kinnaman that were really very much like, yes, release it. They have to release it. Like I think John Cena said said basically what you said. He said, if you know, you know if there's call for it, if people want want to see it, it's, it's like <laughs> use the old Ansonov phrase. It's a win win situation. Yeah, uh, which it really is. It really would be stupid of them not to release it. Yeah, and he he also said uh, just give the fans what they want. You know what I mean? Like why yeah, exactly. would, why would yeah, you yeah. do that? Give the fans what they want. Yeah, and and then uh, Axel says, "Oh, nice, love me some gratuitous violence." And I think there's a lot of it, especially involving King Shark, isn't there? There's a lot of violence involving yeah. King Shark. Yeah. So uh, and voiced by uh, Sylvester Stallone, which is very fun. I'm I'm really excited to see that. The one problem I have is I'm in Italy at the moment, and um, in Italy they do not show movies in the original language. They should all show them dubbed. Um, and my Italian is not good enough to watch it in without subtitles. And I just really don't want to watch it in Italian. So um, yeah, I, I'm going to have to probably wait a while. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bit annoying. How long are you? How long are you going to be in Italy? Quite some time, I think, until mid-September. Yeah, so this okay. is going to be interesting. It's tough, man. It's tough. Tough. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Are you on the? Are you uh, on the Amalfi Coast right now? Right, right down uh, south. So that's not the Amalfi Coast. It's uh, in, yeah, we're right, right, right down. 
Uh, so in a place that not, not many people tend to go. Uh, okay. Right. So yes, the the I've kind of lost my way now. Um, <laughs> Kazakh said Edward went to Italy to get that Euro Cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because England lost to Italy. Yeah, I, no, I didn't. I didn't. I haven't found it yet. I did go to Rome, but it wasn't there. Oh, uh, and then Raj says, "Oh God, I'm missing the European Union already." Oh, this has gone in a completely different direction. <laughs> Uh, Esteban. Esteban said a lot of slightly negative things about the, the Suicide Squad. Uh, he said the Suicide Squad was okay, uh, but I watched Tori the Explorer the other day <laughs> with my kid and the humor was similar. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I haven't watched it. Only you can answer that, Clint. Was it was it like watching Dora the Explorer? I'm, I don't watch Dora the Explorer. It's, it's not really... I only watch our films. <laughs> right. Uh. Well, that, that, that is... <laughs> It, that answers that question. It is. It's definitely stupid. Stupid young. Uh, but I have a thirteen-year-old inside of me. I'm. I'm still. Yes. I'm still in my brain. I'm still a thirteen-year-old. It doesn't take much for the dick and fart jokes to just start rolling out and and get me some laughs. So, exactly. I, I'm a simpleton. Uh, <laughs> what I what I think we should do is we should move away from the Suicide Squad and onto we have other topics discussed. So uh, first off, we'll start with what if. So this is the series that is coming. This animated series is coming to Disney Plus pretty soon, and the creator of the series revealed that they wanted to originally they wanted to get a Luke Skywalker cameo in what if um but they were told by marvel that no there are rules and those are that is against the rules but <laughs> would you have liked to have seen luke skywalker turn up in what if i would like to see luke skywalker turn up anywhere like luke skywalker's awesome uh, like i'm a i've as long as i can remember i've loved star wars so yeah uh, yes i would love to see that um the uh they just uh they just released some uh, or or showed some new uh, Luke Skywalker uh, hot toys too of him uh, mm. killing killing the uh those uh, androids and stuff from from the Mandalorian so th that's pretty cool too uh any Star Wars fans out there but yeah i would i would yeah. love to see that i think it would be cool that i i actually had this conversation uh with somebody the other day but i said yeah can you imagine and then they start introducing uh Pixar characters or different different weird stuff into that it would be that would be a lot of fun. I mean that's a that's a it's whole something point. they could definitely do. That's the thing because it's all Disney, so they own these these characters. So the, mm -hmm. the it was AC Bradley who said this. She said this in an interview with Collider. She said I was kind of notorious for trying to get a Star Wars character involved. We did try at one point, but it's kind of like play with the sandbox you were given. Uh, we gave you the entire MCU run with that. And I was like, okay, but still Luke Skywalker would be an amazing Avenger. And you know what? He so would. <laughs> it would be an incredible Avenger. There's some really cool fan films that I've seen that, uh, what are they called? Um, uh, give me a second. I'll remember, I'll remember the name mm -hmm. of the, uh, of the, of the, uh, of the film or the people that made it. But anyway, uh, yeah, they're really cool. Where it's like it's Batman going in to 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 rescue uh, Superman, who's been captured by by Darth Vader, and and they're actually Ooh. pretty. Yeah, they're they're actually uh, pretty well made. And you see Batman go in and uh, fight his way in, and then end up getting into a fight with with Darth Vader, and it's awesome. Mm. It's one of the cool. I'll send you a link to it uh, at some point. 
But yeah, it's one of the coolest things. So just seeing these favorite characters do their thing is awesome, you know? And uh, uh, I would, I mean, any genre, I've, that's another thing with uh, with James Gunn uh, that I heard the other day, not to go back to Suicide Squad, but James Gunn, it's, I, I read something that he said that he's talked, he's mentioned it to both Marvel and DC about the idea of doing DC Marvel crossovers since he's got a relationship mm. with both studios. And he said, and, yeah. and, and from what I understand, he's actually mentioned it to them. And they're like, yeah, that, that would be cool. So if you can get through the, uh, you could get through all the lawyers. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of lawyer, a lot of legal stuff to get settled to do that. But, uh, but if they can make that work, that would be super awesome too. That would be so cool. Like that's yeah. talking of uh, Marvel DC crossovers, I suppose we sh that that brings us nicely on good segue, Clint, hey, uh, hey. to Dwayne Dwayne Johnson, and apparently he did discuss a few ideas with Marvel. So this was actually revealed by Hiram Garcia, who's the producer on Black Adam. He was talking to Collider, and he said that DJ and Kevin have a great relationship, and uh, we flirted around a few ideas before, but nothing serious. There's a mutual admiration for what we for what we each have been doing and what Kevin has built over there is truly incredible. Ultimately, for us though, we've always been very committed to what we wanted to build with Black Adam. Black Adam was the character we wanted to bring to life and who uh, we felt DJ was destined to play. Once we set our sights on this character over a decade ago, it was hard to imagine DC, DG playing anyone else. So DJ, sorry, playing anyone else. So who do you think they were talking about when they were having a few ideas with Kevin Feige? Who would you like to see Dwayne Johnson play in the MCU? Gosh, I have no idea. Like, I mean, that dude, he's one of the one of the human beings on this planet that already looks like he's come off the pages. You he know is what a I superhero. mean? He's, yeah, he's exactly. a superhero. So I mean, God, there's I, I don't even know, man. I can't couldn't even tell you uh who I'd want. I I have a tendency to go back and think about other other superheroes that already uh, that are already in movies. Um well, I think definitely, the, the definitely not that, Captain the, Britain. <laughs> exactly. No. And uh, that, that's it. Ag Agents Captoed says Kazakhs. For some people like to call it Captoed Britain. I don't know. I don't know why. Uh, but yeah, there a lot of people coming up with names here. So Namor is one, which, yes, that's one oh, yeah. that would have been brilliant. Oh, Zeus God. is another one. Zeus would have been really good. Hercules is one that came up a lot. And of course, he did actually play Hercules in a really terrible movie. Um, but he's, he's someone that could have really. He would have fit quite a few characters, but to be honest, he just would have been too expensive. Namor um, is the best one I've heard so far. Na Namor would have been really good, but I just think, and once you kind of hear about him doing Black Adam, you can't really think of him doing anyone else. Like Black Adam is just perfect. Um, and actually, Danzig says the thing <laughs> that would have been an interesting one. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that would have been that would have been quite quite a good one actually. You wouldn't have to put any makeup on him whatsoever. Um, but the thing is, he's just so perfect for Black Adam. You can't think of anyone else playing Black Adam but Dwayne Johnson, and um, and it seems as though that is moving along nicely. And there you heard the producer himself saying he was born to play the role, which he really was. There's no one else. And talking of Dwayne Johnson, he also reveals that Hobson Shaw too is an active active development. So, what do you think of that? I I I already knew it. I knew it was going to happen. Um, before when we last time when we were talking about if he'd ever do a Fast and Furious, yeah. I'm like, nope. But he'll do a Hobson Shaw because he's a producer. He's a, a on mm. it. So so that's money in your pocket. Um, I'm sure he had a great time with Jason Statham. 
uh, that movie, uh, the first Hobbs and Shaw was super fun. I don't know. Did you see it? Yeah. Yeah, I the loved first it. Hobbs I thought Shaw, it was great. I mean, I think, yeah, we, we had a, a discussion about this. On The, the only bit, like, I really liked the movie. The only bit that kind of took me out of it was the sunrise bit, the sunset bit. And I remember talking about that on this show. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Suddenly, why is it suddenly night? Uh, but I really, I think that movie um, was far better than like the last three or maybe, yeah, the last three Fast and Furious films. Um, and I could really see that one going somewhere and this Fast franchise. I think I think he's completely right to get off it now because yeah. if anything, Fast 9, I haven't seen it yet. I will watch it, but I, I haven't heard from the critics that I do genuinely trust, uh, especially with this, as far as this franchise is concerned. I think it sounds terrible. I didn't like the last two Fast and Furious movies. I thought they were really bad. Apart from the, was it the the last one where they did, was that the last Paul Walker film? Or was uh, it the one before? That? I think I, can't remember. Six, I think six was the last Paul Walker film. I think seven. Seven, I think, I think if I remember right, I think seven, they had a, they had a weird, like, appearance of CGI him face yeah. with his with his brother yeah that, that the thing the thing is is that, that that was the one that i think was the last one where i thought okay this one is kind of i can kind of go along with but then after that i think eight was just dreadful that eight was the one with charlie's theron wasn't it where she was the villain and okay, I, I just I've, they I've all they track. all they all roll into one and the only reason why i watched them was because of dwayne johnson so uh, a fast and furious movie without him i was just kind of like nah so this one I still haven't seen yet, but the Hobbs and Shaw film, I think that the, there's really something interesting. The dynamic between him and Jason Statham really works, and uh, and I really like to watch them together. In this, in in the, the first film is so good. So the second one, bring it on. Get more Ryan Reynolds in it as well. It looks like those two want to work together all the time. <laughs> so I, I like it. I, I, I like this news. I've got two things to say. I'm going to write one of them down so I don't forget it. Uh, if you're going to watch this movie, which you, you need to go see it, you need to, you need to see F nine. When you do, have you ever seen, uh, have you ever seen crank with Jason Statham? Yes. the first, Where, Yeah. 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 I've seen crank. Yeah. It's stupid and ridiculous, but it's awesome. Right. That's the deal. It's mm -hmm. like, it's yeah. a completely ridiculous concept. Well, there's some things that happen in, uh, in fast and furious nine that are completely over the top and ridiculous. Their, their method of, uh, I can't even, I don't want to spoil it for you, but yeah, the, the, the things that, that they use, the science that they use to, uh, to do things in this movie is ridiculous. If you can just accept that it's kind of like crank, which is just a stupid thing. Enjoy it. Enjoy the stunts, the flips, the, 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 you know, dodge it, the jumping from one car to another, the, all the dumb stuff, yeah. the being in space in four. It's a movie, man. Just enjoy it. It's hilarious. Okay, okay. It's, it's hilarious well, to see ludicrous in a, in a car in space. It's stupid. They know that, you know what I mean? We all know it. So it's, oh, go ahead. Okay. Mm. I'm back. I'm done. No, no, but you are right. Of course, there is, there is like the crank is that it's just a stupid movie. Crank two is brilliant, by the way. High voltage is in, is just fantastic. But the, the difference I would say between crank and the Fast and Furious films without Dwayne Johnson is that the Fast and Furious movies have literally no charisma. There is no charisma there. I'm sorry, but Vin Diesel has zero charisma. Ludicrous, meh. 
Look, Tyrone Tyrone Gibson or whatever his name is. Tyrese Tyrese, Tyrese Ty Gibson. Those two are good. Tyrese Gibson and, and Ludacris are bouncing off of it bouncing off each other in this movie, and they're hilarious. They're just it's like watching a bunch of your friends talk smack oh, to each yeah. other and have fun and and they they tease each other and it's funny i would laugh i was laughing some of it i'm like it's stupid you know uh you you walk into into a a, a, a whole bunch of gunfire and then and then you know those things they do they do little things like that too in in 007 they kind of have quirky quirky humor yeah, to where yeah, like yeah. say there was yeah. a whole bunch of shooting and the guy's like oh freezes and then then it, then then when it all stops he's like how did I not get shot? And it's like completely ridiculous that the guy didn't get shot, yeah. but you know, but it's funny and it's an audience pleaser. You know what I mean? Um, there's things like that. Like, like I'll that. watch what? it. I will, I, I will watch it. I think I've got it on my laptop actually. Uh, so I, I want to. Yeah. And, and uh, I mean, it's stupid, but it's fun. You know, it's a fun movie. Yeah. You gotta be in the right mood for it, I guess. Um, and the other thing I was going to say is that one time, <laughs> one time I was bartending and, uh, and I had a guy who, claimed he was a producer on the fast and the furious the one and and he told me um he told me that he was ordering margaritas without tequila and substituting vodka for gray goose for, uh, which was interesting but if you're if you're a drinker but anyway <laughs> but but anyway uh yeah and he told me he told me about the them using uh Paul Walker's brother as a body double on, on a yeah, lot of stuff yeah. and, and all that. And I thought that was pretty cool. And then he told me, uh, and I was like, producer, huh? That's cool. How did you get into that? And he goes, well, you got to be able to come up with money. He's like, I'm going to tell you a little secret. I go, okay. He's like, if you ever want to raise money for a movie, he's like dentists. I was like, huh? Mm -hmm. Dentists. He's like, dentists have all the money in the world, at least in the United States. Uh, you know, he's like dentists, Dentists make so much money and they don't get any of the glory that like a surgeon, get, you know, gets all the prestige of being a surgeon. And, and a, but a dentist is loaded and everybody just takes them for granted. And so if you're a dentist and you have all this money, there's nothing better than getting to take your your wife on the red carpet because you're a, you 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 help finance this movie. Uh, take your wife on the red carpet and being a VIP. Who produce? Yeah, I produce Fast and Furious. You know, uh, and so that's a, any filmmakers out there need to need to get some financing. Hit up some dentists and and let them know that they get their they get their red carpet status. They get to look like this a big is, shot. This is the reaction to that story. Uh, Kazakh's just laughing, and then Danzig's yeah. just like, "What? Yeah, dentists? I, really? Yeah, I thought they're, they're I, the life. They're the lifeblood of Hollywood. It's dentists." <laughs> Yeah, and they get to look like big shots for that's their only that's the only glory they get, you know. Other than that, well, it's I can like, tell hey, you that no 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 movies are financed by British dentists. So I can tell, <laughs> I can tell you that for free. Uh, but yeah, fair enough. It either is true or some drunk guy was just telling you bullshit. And <laughs> be like, I'm a Fast and Furious producer. And you 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 know when you need to make a movie, you need dentists. No, the guy, the guy was legit. He told me, he, he kind of told me I got him drunk and he kind of told me some stuff about, <laughs> the about, about the movie before it, it was out and stuff. So that, uh, cool. And when should, I went and saw the movie, again I was like, get, get, some, <laughs> get some exclusives for small screen. Totally. Uh, and then Kazakh says talking about dentists is sweet tooth any good. Ah. Uh, yeah, I like, I like it. I like sweet tooth. I think that's the one thing you didn't like. I, 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 it was okay. You know, it was I kind of over. I think, oh, oh there's a cute little boy, uh, you know, with some branches glued to his head. I, 
it, yeah. it was it was okay uh but uh i felt like the the story could have been a little more had a little more drama you know just a little more drama this is this is the thing i i really liked this show i really really liked sweet tooth and maybe it was just like the mood i was in at the time watching it it just kind of hit home for me and uh, i think the lead actor christian forgetting his last name uh but he is brilliant in it like really oh, really good the, and the, I, I i just think it's i think it's a good show and i'm happy it's getting a season two so you go ahead <laughs> Oh, I was going to say the acting was 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 great. It was really good acting. I just wanted the I wanted some twists and turns a little more in the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's some. I mean, if you've read the comic, uh, the graphic novel, the graphic novel is super dark. Mm -hmm. So, what they did to it is they really changed the tone entirely. Actually, like, um, and and also the look of the the way it looks is completely and completely different uh and rash i haven't i haven't lost credibility i just liked it all right <laughs> that's all it, it you know you can like what you want and i'm honest and uh, and i liked it. i also maybe the fact that the actor uh, tweeted out our review of it and was very nice about us maybe maybe that 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 swayed that me might a bit, have something but... to do with it <laughs> no i i really really did like it um uh, and I think uh, I think this is the right. This is the thing. Dan Zig said, "I like sweet tooth. Wash the taste. Wash the taste out of my mouth of that Jupiter's legacy <laughs> of bad wigs left." And uh, <laughs> maybe that was the thing for me as well, because the first the, the show I had watched before that was Jupiter's Legacy, which was just awful. And Esteban says sweet tooth was pretty good. And I think that's I, I'd give it a solid seven out of ten. Now the reviewer Athena. Uh, who reviewed it on small screen really really loved it and you know she backs up her her reasons brilliantly in her written reviews so if you want to read those please do and uh, yeah as i said before the actors quite like <laughs> those reviews they're very positive but you know there's nothing bad in being positive as as everyone says clint likes everything and there's no nothing I don't. Bad about that <laughs> he doesn't like sweet uh, tooth <laughs> you you know what i'm excited about is uh, uh why uh is, why the last uh, man yeah, why the last man is yeah, uh, is, good. yeah that's September thirteenth that comes out. Uh, mm. That's that's going to be fantastic. I think. Uh, that's, it's, yeah, that's be, on, I think that's going to be really good. It's on effects too, so that's that's a good sign mm. too. And um, and I think we should move away from from sweet. Actually, talking of Netflix shows, uh, Stranger Things season four got a trailer. So I won't call it a trailer; it's a teaser, really. And in it, you got to see uh, Eleven with hair and uh jim hopper with a flamethrower and all that good stuff and some new characters as well some really odd hairstyles i'm going to be honest uh but they said they basically announced in the show in the teaser that it's coming out in 2022 so we're gonna have to wait probably a couple of months i'm pretty sure it's going to come out first quarter of 2022 i think latest it could come out would be april uh, but are you are you are you a Stranger Things fan? Are you excited for this? I like Stranger Things. Uh, um, I, you know what? You're going to say not that much, but I when I tell you that I haven't finished season three, somehow I fell off uh, and Ooh. and I never went back. But I loved the first two seasons. Um, I mm. like the first season the best, but uh, but I think it's going to be good. Uh, I'm excited and seeing that that uh, that trailer. I said, like, "Holy smokes! I got to go watch season. Finish watching season three just so I can oh, yeah. season up. three is season three is really good." Yeah, uh, Esteban asks, "Is this the last season?" And then Danzig says, "This has got to be the last season, right?" 
I don't think it will be, but go, go on. Say, say what you're going to say, Clint. Oh, I was going to say my one really good friend of mine um, told me that, that I was a moron for not finishing. It was like, dude, that's, that's my favorite. That was his favorite. That was his favorite season out of all of them. Um, it looks expensive. Like it looks like they put a lot of money into this into this season comparatively. Uh, I, I would say that they would do several more seasons if people keep watching, you know. I think they're going to do at least one more. Um, I think one of the issues they might have is keeping uh, Millie Bobby Brown uh, because she is in super high demand. And also David Harbour is as well. It, it, the, the the main – like Finn Wolfhard is getting quite well-known as well. He's, he's in a lot of stuff. And uh, Galen – can never pronounce his last name – uh, but the, the young kids are starting to get quite well known. But I think the issue might be keeping Millie and David Harbour for more than two seasons. Uh, yeah. I think the idea, I think, is to have one last season. So season five, then that be the final season. And they'll really sell it as being the final season. So they'll make sure that a lot of people will come and watch it. Um, I think if this were to be the last season, we would know. Um, because it's the biggest, it's the, I mean, even though it's not technically the biggest Netflix show, this season could be the one to break all the records. And if it does that, then they definitely will have a season five. And I think like everyone that's involved in it, like Sean Levy, the, the Duffer brothers, the ones that created it have a plan. And I think they I think I did think they said somewhere that it was a five season arc. They had plans at the beginning. So I would like to see a fight a fifth season. This next then, one I think is going to be really good. They've been doing it for a long time. They they could even after they end this end the show, they could they could come out with a smaller or a Stranger Things uh, movies, you know, every couple yeah, of years. Exactly, and, yeah. and and they could have a spin-off show. There's so many things they can do with that. Um I'm uh, I'm just ready for my uh, Millie Bobby Brown Princess Leia movie and my Red Guardian movie, you know. Uh and uh, I I think would be good. And I'm also pretty sure Millie Bobby Brown is going to be joining uh, the MCU at some point. Uh, I think that is a given. And uh, and and she, she's going to have a massive career. She was always already in the the Godzilla films, uh, which are a bit meh, I think, honestly. <laughs> so the, like, you might, you might hate me for saying that, but Not she didn't all. need to be in those movies at all. That was her just some was completely yeah. pointless. <laughs> Yeah, you could have edited her out, and it would have been fine. <laughs> yeah. The first, the first uh, right, one, Dan, first one, no, on. but the second one, yeah, absolutely, yeah. you didn't need her in the, the second one. one. She didn't, she no. didn't need to be in that film. That that whole story arc was completely useless. I was yeah. like, by the end of it, I was like, you could have got rid of them. What was the point? Oh god, that was so dumb. Uh, right here you go. Do you think they may change the release strategy? Weekly releases, uh, perhaps. Well, I know for a fact that Netflix are going to. They're thinking of doing this. And um, and I'm pretty sure they will do it at some point. Now, whether or not they'll start it with Stranger Things, I don't think they will. I think they'll try and release they'll release that all at once. But I think in 2022, the end to 2023, you'll start seeing them release episodes weekly because it just makes so much sense for their shows. Um, it, it, they've seen this with Disney Plus. They've seen it with um, Amazon. Like I think the boys, the the boys is the perfect example. The boys season two, the numbers on that show were through the roof compared to the first season, and the only difference they they um, <laughs> apart from season two just being brilliant, 
the only real difference was the release strategy. They released it weekly. And it meant people were watching it, you know, every episode uh, weekly. And then, uh, like, the Marvel shows have proven this as well, The Mandalorian as well. People love weekly television. Um, I'm actually a fan of it. And um, and I think Netflix should do it. Netflix kind of changed the model to begin with. They were one of the first, I think they probably were the first to just release everything at once. And that's great if you have to binge things. But the problem is then you're left with too much stuff to watch. So watching things weekly, I think um, I think is a decent way to go. And I think it just makes sense as a like a release strategy. It just makes so much sense for Netflix. I, I One thing I don't like... I, <laughs> Is uh, with weekly, you get a bunch of complainers complain. Oh, that episode sucked. Uh, and, yeah. You know, when you binge, yeah. when you binge watch something, you can it takes you for a ride, and it's a slow, slow episode, but you keep watching, and the next one is crazy. But then they're like, "Yeah, that was just a waste. That was a waste of film. They shouldn't even aired that one. They could have just cut that one out yeah. of the season." Shut your mouths, crybabies. <laughs> but I actually think there's a that that's actually not a bad. Um, critique to have especially with netflix shows because netflix shows they really do have filler episodes like some episodes really really do like have nothing that's happening the only thing that they the thing that they, they do and i think they do it better than anyone else is by the end of each episode they always make sure to put in a cliffhanger so that you'll keep on watching and they're very good at that so who knows <laughs> Yeah, it's weird, and it's got it's got to affect the filmmaking style. Where you know, like, yeah, hey, it definitely does. Yeah, if if you know it's going to be a binge, like a binge watch thing, you can you write your story a certain way. But if you're like, no, we have to do this thing so that next week people will come back or people won't be mad, and we you know or we'll trend or whatever. Um, yeah, craziness. And um, and I, I'm I'm just excited for for see for season four. I think I, I love this show and. Uh, he, Dan says, Amen Ed to me saying that Millie Bobby Brown didn't need to be in that movie at all. Uh, <laughs> Esteban said, I wouldn't have minded more Millie and less two chubby guys. <laughs> this is we're bashing on Godzilla versus Kong now. Uh, yeah. right, let's 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 it, move on from that. They really they really could have just taken out all of it except for the fight scenes with with the with the big guys. Then that would have been all you need. Can we just see that? Don't, and then you don't need it. the human characters just at all. Take all all humans out of the movie just no human in fact they should make a godzilla movie that's post-apocalypse after humans are extinct and it's just all the all the creatures fighting that would be fun kaiju mm. and uh D dan has just reminded me to say smash that like button yes please smash that like button and subscribe that'd be wonderful if you could do that yes, uh yes. right uh let's talk a bit about venom 2 or let there be carnage did you see the trailer uh the i mean the the first one there's, there's been a, there's been a new Ooh, one yeah it looks and it, it, and it reveals a lot more of carnage yeah it looks wild i only saw a little i was i was in the middle of something and i opened opened my phone and then i started to watch it i was like holy crap and i didn't i didn't get back to it um i was in a doctor's office uh, uh waiting mm. room so so it was an eye doctor guys don't worry um but yeah okay, but good. But, but uh, from what I understand, it, it's it's fantastic. Look, it looks awesome. Well, I'm going to talk a bit about it then. Let's... Uh, this movie looks 
and I I am so sorry for swearing, but it looks fucking amazing. <laughs> this this film is everything I want. It looks like everything I wanted the first film to be. It looks dark. It looks manic. It looks uh, twisted. Um, I am a massive. I mean, I think the first film was very very. It was played a bit too much like a Deadpool film, which is fine. Um, I thought that was fine. Uh, I do think there are elements of like the kind of slapstick humor, which I personally do like, but I do understand why people find Venom a bit annoying. But I like the interplay between Tom, uh, you know, between Eddie Brock and Venom. I think that works. Um, and and literally Woody Harrelson playing Venom and uh, playing Carnage in this, he looks incredible. And there's a there's a particular scene in this trailer where you basically you actually see the the beginning of Carnage and how he comes to become Carnage, he basically bites Eddie Brock. And from that, like, obviously has some sort of the symbiote kind of, I don't know, like something happens and then he ends up becoming Carnage. And when Venom sees him as Carnage, he immediately, like, you know, he turns, makes sure he kind of turns back into Eddie Brock and says, oh, no, that's a red one. And he's scared. He's obviously like terrified of this of this version of the symbiote. He knows what it is, and he knows how dangerous it is. And I love that. I love that fact that like they're making they're making venom. Sorry, they're making venom quite. Um, what's the word? Quite. Uh, I'm forgetting the word now. But he's, he's like he's quite. He, he's he's terrified. He's not terrified, but he's yeah. scared of of what's in front of him. And I, I like that. And then basically Eddie Brock says, I'll let you eat everybody. If you know, and there's that there's that moment. He's like, You mean it? You you really mean it? He's like, Yeah, I'll let you eat everybody. And he's like, Okay, fine. Then I'll fight him. I, I liked it. And I and I like the fact that this film is directed by Andy Circus. Uh, I love the guy. I think he's brilliant. He's a really good actor, really good director. And um, I'm just so excited to see it. I think I think they're giving they're giving Venom more depth, which he needed. And uh, and he's got a properly good villain to go up against, not just some kind of bit of kind of an average villain that the first film had. Really, that was the main problem I had yeah. with the first film. The villain was a bit. The villain was a bit poor. I think this one's gonna. I think it's gonna be just as much Woody Harrelson's movie as as Tom Hardy's, which I like. Yeah, the, that are my thoughts on the on the trailer. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I can't. I can't wait. Like. Uh, you know, on the first one, they're 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 testing the waters, see if people are gonna like this character. Of course, everybody likes that character, but the but the but the execs they gotta they gotta test the waters. We'll see how it does, and then we'll give you another one. And now they're they're putting a little more depth in it. You know, it's like you you get your first try, you're you're safe, you play it safe, and then once once you're successful, you can you could start getting a little little deeper. And I think that's that's probably yeah. what they're doing with this. So that's pretty cool. And Dan Zig brings up an interesting point. He says, no release date in the trailer, though. Could it be pushed back due to the, de due to the Delta variant? So the original it's, release date, I think, was the 24th of September. It is. They, uh, and in the new trailer, they, it just it said coming this fall. So September, uh, fall technically starts on the 22nd of September. So saying coming this fall is technically right, but I think Dan might have a point. I think they're going to push it. I think they're going to push it into October because of... Uh, rising cases. Yeah, they're not gonna. Um, I don't think they'll waste it. They're gonna waste that. They don't have a. No. a they don't have a Sony <clears throat> Sony Max or Sony Plus. <laughs> you know what I mean to release to release their thing on. Um, yeah. And, and they keep pushing Morbius back too. 
Is that yeah. Mor- Morbius? Morbius, yeah. Yeah, it is Morbius. Yeah, you think you're Mobius, Morbius. Yeah, that was messing my brain up. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, Reese seventy five says, "Is is Richard E. Grant excited to see Venom?" I don't know. I watched the trailer. <laughs> I laughed. I cried. I fist pumped the R. Uh, yeah, uh, he's excited. I'm pretty sure he's excited. Uh, wouldn't it be great if he was in that movie? That'd be so good. Yes. But you got Andy Serkis directing it, so pretty much you got acting royalty there as well and um, sir tom hardy is he going to make an appearance sometimes the directors play play characters in the movie and he's awesome so i'm curious if he's going to be in it uh i don't think he is unfortunately i think he very much took this job as being a director and um you know because he might he might be doing some he does a lot he has that his company doesn't he that does a lot of cgi work uh, so like the they did a lot the apes on planets the planets of the apes movies and uh what's it called what's this thing called the imaginarium or something like that but uh i i think i think it's going to i think he's going to be just he's just directed the film really i don't think he's going to be in it and um i'm really excited to see this and then people have forgotten about morbius <laughs> kazax is a man i forgot about morbius yeah everybody and, uh, <laughs> yeah uh, Prince Zodiac says, "No Spider-Man, no Spider-Man will kill it though. Venom is a, is an anti-hero that starts as a villain, and do we overlook the eating people because he save, saves a cat from a tree? True, true. Imaginarium. Uh, you, you run with it. Yeah, it's Imaginarium, isn't it? It's called. Uh, but you got to run. You got to run with this. He's an anti-hero um, that eats bad guys. That, that's what they're doing." And uh, Reese says, Circus is probably Carnage before VFX. Probably, you know, maybe he might have done that. But uh, he's, I think he really just took this job because he, he liked the, he said he liked the character. He liked, he wanted to work with Tom Hardy. He liked the idea that, that he liked the first film, actually, apparently. And, uh, and I think it's just a fun thing for him to do. So I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to seeing him do that. And uh, what I wanted, I'm gonna, we're going to end the show on this. I wanted to talk. <laughs> now this is a joke, but not really. I wanted to talk about talk about smelly Jake Gyllenhaal, <laughs> and if you'd heard anything about this, because Jake Gyllenhaal was trending on Twitter today, and I wanted to know if you knew why. <laughs> um, he doesn't bathe as much as uh, as some people would do. I was like, how but very this is ridiculous. He he looks so like clean. <laughs> how very European of him. That's I know. A, um, no, that's, a, that's yeah. That's I didn't think you would think living in Paris. I didn't think you would think that was weird. I, that's the that's the stereotype. It, I think it's I think it, well. First off, I bathe and shower <laughs> a lot. Let me just tell you that uh, people have often uh, remarked on how much I have, how many showers I have. Probably too many. They're very short. I will tell you that. Okay. But um, he, he said in a, it was an interview with Vanity Fair, and he said I find bathing to be less necessary. Good manners and bad breath get you nowhere, so, so I do that. But I do think there's a whole world of not bathing that is really helpful for skin maintenance, and we naturally clean ourselves. Now, yes, I get, I get him saying that. Ba- you know, I think what he's basically saying is that he doesn't use products. Um, think- but, dude, have a shower every day and wash the essential areas. I hope you bloody well do that. 
I think he's saying he doesn't shower every day is what he's saying. And that's a yeah, very, yeah. that's very, I've heard that of many, uh, of many actors. I heard Brad Pitt didn't, didn't shower very much. I've heard that, uh, yeah. Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. The Kunis were two that came up recently. Yeah. The, uh, uh, dude, I'm having a brain for all right. All right. All right. Um, What's his name? Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey lives here. Uh, he lives right up the street from my buddy. You uh, can smell him. <laughs> you can smell him when you drive by. It's like, burp, burp, take a shower. Um, yeah, no, uh, I've heard that he doesn't bathe very often. And, and you know, you we hear all this crap from from uh, from tabloids <laughs> or different stories and stuff. Uh, Hall actually said it, you know, and I think, yeah, I don't, but I have close friends that are like, yeah, I, I bathe like every other day, every two, every two days. Yeah. And I'm like, is it? you're not lazy. Like it, it, I get, if you're lazy, you just sat around eating hot pockets all day and you're too lazy to get in the shower. Oh, I didn't mow the yard or anything. I don't need to shower. Um, I shower every day. I have to, cause I'm a smelly man. Yeah. There you have it. <laughs> yeah. But that's probably because we shower every day. But that's, that's the thing. Yeah. Maybe it's like, uh, I will tell you one thing. I haven't washed my hair. in probably about oh dear, five years. <laughs> Like shampooed your hair? Uh, no, I don't shampoo it. I just put water through it because the, I'm I'm obsessed with uh, hair loss, and um, and it, I was told uh, by actually a hairdresser uh, that the worst thing you sh you could do for your hair is to shampoo it every day, which I used to do. Uh, so then I stopped, and the first like two weeks was horrible. But once you get past that, uh, it's completely fine, and. Um, not not dirty at all it cleans itself after a while so that that i will i will say that is true and i've just admitted that on on live youtube oh, that's which people gross. do think it people think it's weird i have been told it's weird but you know what if i have a full head of hair when i'm 60 and uh, other people don't because they they wash their hair every day then um, then that so be it yeah f them if they have a problem with it f those guys now i'll tell you i'll tell you I've seen a video. There's an interesting YouTube video. I don't know how to how to look for it, but um, about a woman who she quit she quit bathing, and she did an experiment, and and for, she didn't bathe for I think for um, for thirty days, and uh, mm. she yeah, and she started she and she said the same thing you said the first the first like week was un uncomfortable and weird and what but she quit bathing completely uh, and. And at first it was weird, like not even getting wet. She, she didn't do anything. And, uh, at first she was like, felt like she was smelly. And then, and then, but then after a few days, after, after like a week, um, it, it, it evened out, she quit smelling and, and she stopped smelling. It's like, it's like our bodies are dependent on all these things that we've been doing since we were born. But once you let it go after a couple of weeks, you just start, you start, uh, it's natural. And that your body cleans itself. But and uh, I would and I imagine that you still, I'd imagine that you still have to do like, you'd have to wash your clothes and stuff like that, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because otherwise you would just lit, because otherwise homeless people wouldn't smell. Yes. Absolutely. There's an element of, and I'm pretty sure she had to brush her teeth as well. Yeah, yeah, she um, brushed her teeth. But it was an interesting yeah. video, like to watch. I was like, "Is this? But is this bullshit? Is this a joke to make people not bathe?" Probably, you know what? That's <laughs> the thing is, it probably isn't. It probably is true. But what I will say, I will say that the the, the thing is that it's, it's difficult getting to that point. <laughs> You're gonna stink 
for pretty much after like day three, uh, you're going to be very difficult to be around. And after a while, it'll probably be okay. But like, you know, I actually enjoy having really cold showers. Anyway, I have a lot of cold showers. That's what I do. And uh, and it really, I, I just like it, you know. So and and it, and I like to feel clean. And this is a very odd discussion that we're having that's been brought on by Jake Jin Lol. But you know what? This is what you come here for. These kind of weird <laughs> and lots of lots of people have brought out the point of how like his costume fitter on Far From Home must have been off, must have must have been terrible for him. And there is the whole thing, you know, you know, when he's as uh, he is as mysterious, he's got all that green like clouds going around him, and people are like that wasn't CGI, that was just that was like live footage of, of him in the uh, in the costume, which I quite liked. But uh, apparently, as well, the reason why this kind of went viral is because it was revealed that Taylor Swift is going to be releasing a ten-minute-long version of the song that she wrote about him, which is on her album Reds. I think it's called. I can't remember what the song's called. All, all, some, all, all is well, or something like that. And I'm not a massive Taylor Swift fan i don't really know much about her but apparently she's releasing a, a 10 minute long version of that song and in that song she does talk about him bathing or wash, the, the it, lack off, there wash it off well shake it off is about him as well wash it <laughs> off wash it off ooh, ooh, ooh. yeah <laughs> i i didn't even know the two dated uh, i'm i'm that like uh i i really didn't know that <laughs> wow i, I didn't yeah, I, I, apparently they did uh, should, before we go, shall we go through the comments because people have said some very funny things. I need to get here. We go. Here's Danzig, the poor costume fit so far from home. Imagine the stench from mysterious costume. I like that. Got too many. Got too much money to shower, baby. <laughs> it's just, this is true. And then someone says Edward bathes in garlic. I do not. Uh, and then the smell was a mysterio. Anyway, those are the ones I wanted to bring up. There are quite there are quite a few here, but uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think someone said something about this. Here we go. The stream smells like Teen Spirit. Well done, Kazax. You had to. You had to get that. <laughs> what were you yeah. going to say, Clint? Before I rudely interrupted you. Oh, you didn't rudely interrupt me. I thought. Uh, I thought it was a James clip that was coming into. Uh, I'm just kidding. No, the nope. uh, poor James. We miss you, man. Uh, oh, I think I was going to say Alanis Morissette. This is an old uh, dating myself again, but uh, Alanis Morissette had a song about Dave Coulier. If you remember him, he was one of the guys on Full Ooh. House, uh, Uncle. Mm. Yeah, and uh, the one that would say "cut it, cut it out," that guy, um, and which is so weird. That guy is so weird. For, and she wrote about him in her big hit song and uh, talks about going down in a theater or something. And I'm like, "Whoa, this song's about Dave Coulier. That's just weird." Um, I uh, wonder if I'm gonna get the same vibes when I listen to this uh, Taylor Swift song now. If it's, you probably, you probably will. A yeah. lot of her songs are about exes, and as as, yeah. as Dan wrote, Taylor wrote a song about an ex. I'm shocked. It's yeah, like, so yeah. weird. That's, so weird. It's so weird. It's so weird. What's she going to do when she gets married and know what exes to write about? I mean, <laughs> that's going to be a tough time, isn't it? You can't talk about how great everything is in your marriage. Uh... <laughs> I mean, you can, but nobody wants to listen to that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, right. I think I think that'll about do it for tonight's show. Uh, yeah. Have you got anything it... anything to end on? <laughs> well, I, we could. Uh, I was going to mention earlier about. Uh, uh, James Gunn talking about Scorsese 
talking smack about Scorsese. Yes, I was I was going to mention that, but I didn't have the uh, the the quote. <laughs> so yeah, I kind of I, I can pre- over it. Yeah, well, he, he all he what he pretty much said was that that uh, the only reason Scorsese uh, talked smack about about comic book movies is because uh, that's the only way he could uh, he could get any press for, for yeah, yeah for the irishman and so the, uh so and i'm like that's really funny you know he only did he only said that because he, he wanted to promote uh the suicide squad suicide. it's like yeah i'm gonna <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just throw out a skit f that guy i'm gonna go ahead and throw out a scandalous quote right before my movie yeah. comes out you know and, uh which is smart smart business but the thing is he did actually say that he was a massive fan of martin scorsese's didn't he? He 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 did say that yeah. before. So yeah, he's dude, and then <laughs> he's just trying to get to, get some press for his film, and it's almost uh, meta that he's saying that like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's uh, he's he he's always doing this. He's always saying like something outrageous just so that he can get you know headlines. He want that's what he wants. Yeah. He's he's good at it. He's a he's a good promoter. <clears throat> And Raj says, love the fact that Scorsese doesn't know who James Gunn is. <laughs> yeah, Scorsese does not care. He he does not worry about oh, it man. at all. It's like a 90-year-old man. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> all these idiots going, why does Scorsese hate Marvel movies? It's because the guy was making movies before comic book movies weren't even made, you know? So, like, <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Let's be honest. He does not care. And then we always ha- have these quotes from other movie makers being like, oh, well, you know, he does his own thing. And, you know, Marvel, uh, comic book movies are cinema, blah, 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 blah. Just don't just be like, who cares? You know, like, who cares? Some old dude doesn't think that comic book movies are cinema. Yeah, they Fine. sure make a lot of money. <laughs> They're sure, sure attracting <laughs> exactly. a lot of, view- lot of viewers. <laughs> Yeah. Oh dear, oh dear. That, whole, that whole thing is quite amusing but yes thank you for bringing that last bit up so we have discussed all the topics that we said all we were going topics. to discuss all I the didn't know if you... we did really well wow I think so too man we did we, we hit all yeah I think we, I think we get a, a uh on the tomato meter I think this episode gets a uh a 92 how about that yes brilliant brilliant and uh, Dan just wanted one last question uh, Ed, what were your thoughts on ScarJo versus Disney Story? You guys covered that extensively last week, didn't you? We sure um, did. You, there's a video coming out. Um, we've got a video coming out that's about Disney. Uh, and James will be very pissed off that I just teased that. But um, but my my thoughts will be in that video. So do, uh, <laughs> do watch that video when it comes out. And uh, Kazakh says, it's not some old dude, though. No, it is Martin Scorsese, but he, you know, you know what I mean. You catch my drift, right? It's some guy that, not some guy. He's a, he's a filmmaker that has never really occupied that space and probably hasn't has watched probably half a comic book movie, uh, so it doesn't really matter it's, that much. It's like it's like Clint Eastwood uh, talking smack about uh, talking smack about a Marvel movies. You know what I mean? Clint Eastwood yeah, does exactly. not care. Yeah. He doesn't need to prove anything to anybody. Uh, Reese asks, did, did you see that the Batman trailer is going live soon? Ooh, interesting. I didn't see that, but we'll, we'll look out for that. Might be something we talk about on next week's show. Uh, and then Raj says, don't tell James, but the video worked better without the video memes. <laughs> Take that back. 
<laughs> we need James because uh, I can't do this uh, and and try and talk to Clint at the same time. I'm a terrible I'm terrible at multitasking. Cool it, so. buddy, or you'll get yourself a knuckle sampa. How, how was that? Yeah, exactly. It's a knuckle sandwich. <laughs> uh, I thought he said sampa. No, it's knuckle sandwich. It doesn't sound like sandwich. What kind of weird <laughs> British pronunciation of sandwich is that? That's weird. I thought you were doing so well with your British accent, and then. Uh. It just, Brill yeah. oh, absolutely oh, well. brilliant. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Oh, it's, it, it sounds a bit like my impression of Richard E. Grant. <laughs> I've got one for you. Did you see that that Kate Beckinsale movie that it came out? Uh, what the hell is it called? Uh, Jolt. 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 Did you see it? Yes. Uh, no, what I haven't did... seen it. Sorry, but I've seen the, yeah. I've seen the trailer. But uh, I have. I am going to be watching that film pretty soon. And actually, Reese did correct me. He says a knuckle supper, and that that that's right. It's a knuckle supper, not a okay, knuckle sandwich. Knuckle supper. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> and uh, and then Clint maybe missed the video memes with the poor British accents. <laughs> you know, it's it's part of the show, and it's 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 a show, you know. Unfortunately, James couldn't be with us tonight. I um, I do believe. I'm going to out him. I think he's sleeping. <laughs> so he'll watch this back. I'll tell him to watch it. What time is it now? Whatever time. Uh, one hour, 20 minutes and 37 seconds. And then it's, he'll see the truth come out. It's easy to to do when you're a, a video editing machine. Because uh, you get on yes. a roll. You don't even realize what time it is in your cave in there editing. And then all of a sudden you, you crash out and uh, oh well. And burn. <laughs> for about 24 hours <laughs> right uh on that note we'll end uh where can we find you clint you can internet? find me uh what do i have my oh you can find me at edward's house um how the hell did you get in <laughs> I, I knew the passcode um you can find me at you on, there actually uh, is a passcode as well yeah i know i'm here uh, yeah. You need to restock your fridge before you leave town next time, though. It's like, how, seriously. How, 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 how's my uh, cat? <laughs> cat? Your cat's doing great. That's why I came over to feed yeah. the cat. Um, cool. Good. Yeah. Um, you can find me on YouTube at Clint Baker Channel. It's youtube.com slash Clint Baker Channel. Or uh, if you want to hit me up on Twitter, it's the OG Clint Baker. So that's that's Perfect. me. Yeah. And you can find me at EJ Lauder. And that's uh, like Estee Lauder, L-A-U-D-E-R. And also you can find me at Small Screen Co. everywhere on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And also, yeah, like and subscribe. Just just like and subscribe. If you could do that, that would really make me happy on my holiday. Yeah, uh, that would be wonderful. In your hollowed out uh, Mount Vesuvius, you're inside Mount Vesuvius in your secret fort. We, we all know where you are. <laughs> exactly uh right thanks so much guys for watching and we'll see you next week we'll see you next week cheers and goodbye